Greetings and welcome to Black Breast Cancer. My name is Marlene Ellis and this is a podcast in service to people of African heritage who have been impacted by breast cancer wherever you are in the world. I am speaking directly to you. So this week, as promised, this podcast will be about triple negative breast cancer. I'm going to try and explain this, not as a medical doctor, because that's not what I am, but as a researcher and more importantly, as a black woman who experienced breast cancer. I wasn't diagnosed with triple negative, but breast cancer was the reason I'm now on this path, repaying my ancestors for the good fortune of my survival. So triple negative is relevant insofar as it appears to have a particular connection to black people. Last week, I said that if you had the mutated BRCA gene 1 or BRCA gene 2, you had a 70 to 75% increase of being diagnosed with breast cancer. That's to say most breast cancers, 70%-ish, with the mutated BRCA gene turn out to be triple negative breast cancer. Thus, there appears to be a correlation between those two things and that triple negative breast cancer is particularly aggressive. On the other hand, I also said that it may not be true that black people disproportionately have the BRCA gene, contrary to popular opinion. I suggested last week that it might not be true, in which case you might ask, well then why should triple negative breast cancer be particular to black people? And that would be a very good question. Well, the truth is I don't know because medical research has not arrived at any conclusive explanation. It's not clear whether there is some kind of causation between being black and having triple negative breast cancer or not. I can only speak to what we do know from the bits of research that have been completed. So in a racial disparity triple negative breast cancer study written in 2018, by Sumit Siddharth and Dipali Sharma. My apologies if I haven't said those names correctly. Their review included a UK-based study that found 22% of black women had triple negative breast cancer compared to 15% of white women. In North Carolina, it was found that premenopausal African-American women had higher basal-like breast cancer at 39% compared to postmenopausal African American women at 14% and similarly white women postmenopausal of 16%. First of all, what's basal like breast cancer? Uh, I'll come back to it, but it's said to be very similar to triple negative breast cancer with some differences in proteins. The key distinction is between being premenopausal and postmenopausal. From a large American study, it was found also that non-Hispanic black and black women under the age of 44 years were more likely to have triple negative breast cancer. So in a nutshell, triple negative breast cancer seems to disproportionately affect young women, black women and under 50 years of age. So that's where the bogey is. And that seems to be the case whether you're in the United Kingdom or America. I will speak to other areas in a minute, but I've taken my research from those places. So what is triple negative breast cancer? 
Honestly, I struggle to get my head around it because triple negative breast cancer is firstly defined not by what it is, but by what it is not. So to start off, triple negative breast cancer isn't one thing, but many variations of breast cancers with core things in common. The lack of receptors. The three types of receptors associated to breast cancer in the main refer to estrogen, progesterone, and HER2. Those are the three types of breast cancer that we know about that receptors are associated. And then those three categories, estrogen, progesterone, and HER2, can be classified as positive or negative. So you can get those six variations. Okay, so we're discussing what triple negative breast cancer is. So if it's about receptors, the question is, what's a receptor? These receptors are said to sit on the surface of cancer cells, and they're like tiny light switches that can be switched on and off. So these switches, called receptors, apparently communicate messages to cancer cells, telling them to either grow or not to grow. If, for example, estrogen-positive breast cancer is present, it means the receptor is in the on position and can trigger a proliferation of cancer cells. This type of breast cancer represents 80% of Western breast cancers and includes the majority of black women's breast cancers too. The good thing about knowing the receptor status as, say, estrogen positive, is that modern medicine knows where to target treatment. It aims to influence the receptor to turn the switch to the off position. Don't ask me how, but established hormonal therapies like the use of tamoxifen normally achieves that. Tamoxifen has been the main go-to drug for about 15 years, and there are many more drugs now. Obviously, this means cancer treatments don't deal with the cause of breast cancer exactly, but it is effective in dumbing down or I don't know what it does, but it stops it from further developing where estrogen positive is concerned. I don't know whether the treatment leaves the cancer cell dormant or drunk on tamoxifen. I don't know. But just keep in mind a receptor is like a light switch that can positively tell cancer cells to grow for HER2 positive, in the case of HER2 positive breast cancer, I really recommend you watch the film Living Proof 2012. You can find it on the website blackbreastcancer.com under movies. Now, HER2 positive is said to occur when there are too many receptors present. I mean, God, it conjures up an awful image of lots of spots or something. It just, the thought of it, it's said to have more receptors present. Thanks to Dr. Dennis Slaman, S-L-A-M-O-N, he introduced a drug called Herceptin, which is what the Living Proof film is about. And this has made an effective treatment for targeting this type of breast cancer, HER2 positive. Okay. I mentioned progesterone, which I believe is a bit like the estrogen cancer, except it is more aggressive and has slightly different proteins that distinguish it. This is also responsive to treatment because it has a positive expression. 
The point about triple negative breast cancer is that it has no identifiable receptors. Imagine if it is the receptor that flags up breast cancer. You can see that it's quite frightening to realize that triple negative breast cancer develops without being able to identify where it has started. You have to know where the fire is to be able to put it out, right? So basically, that's why I say triple negative breast cancer is defined by what it is not. It doesn't have any warning signs. So what should you do? Well, first, it's vital to know your receptor status. Clearly, it's vital because this will play a significant role in determining the treatment you take. And that will be on your biopsy report. Typically, you could have the following receptor variations of triple negative breast cancer. So it could be luminal A, which is like a subtype of estrogen. Luminal A is estrogen positive and progesterone positive, but at a low grade. Luminal B is estrogen positive and progesterone negative at a higher grade. HER2, H-E-R, dash two is that amplified and basal like is estrogen negative progesterone negative and her2 negative basal like is closely associated with the characteristics of triple negative breast cancer as i've said about 80% but you might have one of the others so make sure you know and you discuss your options with your doctor so what's the treatment? If you don't know where it's come from, how do you treat it? Well, the problem with the treatment is that it's normally at stage three and four. So it's progressed quite a lot before it's identified as triple negative breast cancer. So, you know, you could still go through the same things that everybody else, you know, the surgery, chemotherapy and radiotherapy. But depending on how fast it's grown, you might have conversations about having the chemotherapy before the surgery. I had my surgery first because my cancer was at stage two. But there is a provision, uh, they might suggest shrinking the tumour first before you have the surgery trying to reduce the surgery from mastectomy, um, having your breast removed, to a lumpectomy. So you might think, let's shrink the tumour and save my breast. So let me have chemo before, then have a, a less aggressive surgery. Or you might want to buy yourself time to get yourself genetically tested. You might think, okay, if I've got the BRCA gene, and I know that, you know, there's a high chance of it returning, that might influence your decision. So those three things still play out, you know, surgery, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, and then the hormonal treatment afterwards. I don't know how you decide the hormonal treatment with triple negative breast cancer, but you have options. Okay, if they say it's stage three, you know, do you have the option to shrink the tumour first before you go into surgery? Can you save your breast? Can you have a surgery that's less aggressive? I think those things are important to think about. You know I'm no expert, but what I'm trying to do is have these deeper conversations with my people 
so that you think more about these different things and you get more confidence in trying to have these conversations. Now, what are the effects that you might think of that determine black women and triple negative breast cancer? And there are three things that come out of the research. First of all, socioeconomic factors, low income, low education, poor screening, delay and incomplete substandard treatment, under-resourced hospitals, poor communication with healthcare providers, low participation in clinical trials, and biased practices in healthcare that specifically disadvantage black women. You know, it's a broad thing that doesn't help the development of triple negative breast cancer. Because you can imagine, right, if it's the tiniest growth that grows the fastest, and this is where that statistic around you know, mammograms missed lumps 30% of the time in black women, one, about the density of our breasts, but if you've got a triple negative growth that grows small and fast, it's harder to identify. You need good hospital care, obviously. The second category is the genetic risk factors. Now, last week I talked about getting genetic tests for the BRCA gene, but there are other mutated genes to test for that affect triple negative breast cancer. These names are a bit technical for me. They are on the website. If you're going to get yourself genetically tested, be aware of these very specific genes. Go onto the website and have a look under triple negative and you'll see genetic factors and particular genes to ask for when you're, you're thinking about being tested for this. Thirdly, the high prevalence of obesity. Bear in mind that our diets are likely to vary greatly between the West, the Caribbean and Africa. Nevertheless, this seems to be a, a factor, though we are lacking conclusive research where triple negative breast cancer is concerned. Now, going back to this, the frequency of triple negative breast cancer, I found this very interesting map uh, drawn from, it's called Cancers as a, um, a review, and it's 2018, volume 10, page 514. And it gives us an idea of the frequency of triple negative breast cancer across African ancestry. So I just want to point out to some interesting figures. You imagine it's a circle and I'm doing a percentage of the circle that includes the African continent, West, East and North Africa, America and Europe. So the Africans living in Europe, say 16% of Europe. African-Americans, it's 30%. Triple negative breast cancers are associated to African-Americans, 16% in Europe. Then Ghana has 61% of its breast cancers. Another big area for triple negative breast cancer is Mali. Mali has 46%. Another big area is over the east side of Africa, Kenya 44%, Tanzania 38%, Uganda 36%. The lower areas are North America, Morocco 17%, Algeria, 20, Tunisia, 23, Egypt, 29. So the biggest areas that are affecting triple negative breast cancer in Africa is West Africa. It's Ghana, 61, Mali, 46%, Nigeria, 29%, and Senegal, 
27% when we are looking at the most aggressive forms of breast cancer and triple negative. So I thought that was an interesting thing to share and speculate about why this particular type of breast cancer, why is that particular type of breast cancer present in uh, West Africa? And why is it particularly aggressive for young premenopausal black women under 50 years of age? So what about the Caribbean then? Well, unfortunately, there are no statistics that I could find that relate specifically to triple negative breast cancer. Actually, the stats, even in the general breast cancer figures, are not that great. Globacan 2020 collected what it can. It's like it requests the countries to submit their stats, and some do and some don't, and some are hugely out of date and some are not. So based on that, I will just say to you again that Globacon 2020 estimates for the available Caribbean countries, Martinique is positioned in the lead for the highest levels of breast cancer. I'm not talking particularly about triple negative breast cancer, but you don't know. Followed by Barbados and Guadeloupe. Unfortunately, I can't give you any details. This is why, please, we need to be talking to each other. We need to, if you have triple negative breast cancer and you're living in the Caribbean, please contact me. Let's talk about it. Let's have these conversations. Let's even webinars, interviews, Let's get talking to each other so we can get ourselves much more informed about the situations that we're living with. Okay, I've gone over my 15 minutes. My apologies. Thank you again for listening. For those of you that are in South London, I'm going to be at another event, 23A Knights Hill, Norwood, SE270HS. It's another Carers for Carers event, Wellbeing Specialists for unpaid carers. This is your opportunity as a free drop-in to come and get massage, health checks. I'll be there for anybody who wants to come and talk to me about any of these conversations about black breast cancer. That's Sunday the 3rd of April, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Look forward to seeing you and I will speak to you again soon. Have a good week and a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.